What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Our lives are what we make of them. I say that as someone who has seemingly lost all track and control of his life and still trying to assert my will upon it as hard as I can. Still, I believe life is what you make of it. And I have some thoughts on this that I'd like to share with you. Clayton Christensen, the guy who wrote The Innovator's Dilemma, has another short book called How Will You Measure Your Life? In it, he tries to impart wisdom to his students by recounting how the lives of a lot of his peers at Harvard went sideways. Many of them unhappy with their careers. Some of them ended up in jail due to large financial frauds they were involved in. He tries to encourage answering three questions for us to ponder on. How will I be successful and happy in my career? How will I balance that with my relationships with my spouse, my children, my extended family and close friends, so they too become an enduring source of happiness? And how can I live a life of integrity and stay out of jail? There are a lot of factors to consider in picking the right career. The mistake that many of us make is that we confuse hygiene factors with motivating factors. Hygiene are the basics, status, compensation, job security, work conditions, company policies and supervisory practices, how the management is. When you look only through the scope of hygiene factors, which is where most of us make decisions based off of, you may pick the highest paying jobs, the most secure ones, pick comfortable managers, or be overly attached to the titles that we get to claim. This limits us to think that people are only motivated by incentives and that to fix any issues in your business, that all you have to do is align the incentives to get the people to perform in a certain way for you. And you can make the same mistake in parenting by thinking that you can influence your kids by providing them with incentives to perform. Like if you get an A, I will give you money or buy you that thing that you like. Sooner or later, once you have gotten accustomed to the hygiene, you may still find yourself demotivated or unhappy at your jobs or in life. Because life is more than about incentives. The contrary positioning to this is called motivation theory. Motivation factors include how challenging the work is. Does it give you the recognition and responsibility and personal growth that you desire? Do you actually feel like you are making a contribution to the work itself? Are you intrinsically motivated to perform at your job regardless of incentives because it strikes a specific chord within you to do the work? That is what gets you to love what you are doing. And the mistake that most of his students make, he says, while pondering these questions and parameters, is that most people think that they can plan out their life deliberately. He says he is struck by how many of his students or young people think that they have to have their careers planned out step by step for the next five years. How high achievers or intensely focused people put too much pressure on themselves to do this. They think to be successful, they need to have a concrete vision of exactly what it is that they want their life to play out like and what they want to do with their lives. And it's this implicit assumption that then makes them fearful of deviating from the vision they have drawn out for their life. But having such a plan only works out in very few scenarios. Whether we like it or not, we are constantly 
navigating a path by deciding between our deliberate strategies and unanticipated alternatives that emerge. That is what's called an emergent strategy. And I reference all of this, and it struck a nerve with me, because much of life is finding out the balance between what you have deliberately planned out while not being so rigid to that plan enough so that you can at least see what presents itself to you along the way. As someone who has aggressively pursued and perused through many different opportunities through my career, if you look at my resume, you will see me move through companies and titles and jobs every year or year and a half in an attempt to make lateral moves. I never let myself get too stuck or too comfortable in any one position, and I was never afraid to leave something no matter how good it seemed to me at the time. Because inside of me, I always believed that I could find or recreate something in another place. I never felt stuck down to any particular company or job. And I have friends who I left behind in old jobs that are still there five or six years later. And I could never imagine myself clinging to any comfortable niche that I found myself in. But after all of that deliberate strategic moving about, in the past couple of years, I have drifted away from this part of me as life threw me into unforeseen circumstances. And at age 35, being far from where I imagined I would be, I am humbled by the course that life has chosen for me, while I still at times desperately try and regain control. It is because of this that this idea rings so true to me and gives me some solace. Life is not a straight path. Our goals, no matter how solid they may seem, usually don't ever play out exactly to our design. How boring would life be if they did? Still, I tell you, life is what you make it. But it is not only what you make of it deliberately and what you originally planned out, it is what you make of it while you take in the data that life is presenting you to dip and dodge and move accordingly. That is the game of life in a nutshell. Obstacles come, plans change, new plans emerge, new data presents itself, and it is what you do from that that still allows you to make it something. And that is not to say that the cycle ever stops, that this new plan will be the one that works out, and that you will still end up exactly towards what you were aiming for. But it is the spirit of intentionality balanced with the happenstance of life that forces you, if you will, to take the accounting and move towards the new information. How you spend your time and resources, regardless of the deliberate or emergent strategy, is what ultimately determines what becomes of you. And the older you get, the harder it becomes to accept this because of the fallacy of sunk cost. We think that we have expended so much time and effort in one particular area that we must see it through now. And it is upon us to then test our assumptions in these new areas in the lowest cost least risky way possible to ultimately allow us to figure out what the right direction and decisions to head in. Hopefully, you don't have to spend years of your life heading in that one direction where you committed to long ago before you can admit the truth to yourself that it is not the path that you wanted to go in the first place. Hopefully, you don't have to go through 15 years of medical school before you realize you don't want to be a doctor. And then that the new emotions the new situations that come along while you were on your path were actually valid, should have been paid more greater attention to. Hopefully you don't have to learn this going the long way. It is the idea of having an iron fist with a velvet glove. 
having a soft enough grip on what you hold on to that it may be allowed to leave as necessary so that you can hold on to the next thing. See, life isn't as complicated as we try to make it, nor does it owe us the results from our original assumptions. Imposing that will only lead to disappointment and depression. When we impose unrealistic values on our current reality and fantasize about values outside of that, we are setting ourselves up for misery. At any given time, life is providing you the information to adjust your course. We just have to be present enough in the current moment to be able to notice them and pay them enough respect that they deserve. We can't be so lost in our ideas of the future and what we have done yesterday in our past to get us here. If you rigidly continue down the path you had originally outlined for yourself, you are imposing upon the world for it to work in the way that you imagine, which can only make you more upset and distance you even more from what could have been instead if you just paid more attention. Life is what you make it. But that doesn't mean all is under your control. But you can control the controllables. And reasonably, that is all that can be expected of us as we traverse this gift of life. So if your life, like mine, is far from what you imagined it to be, give yourself permission to imagine different. And that is not to say that you give up and set your sights on lower targets because it is now easier or more feasible. Continue to be unreasonable. But as you press upon reality with your unreasonable nature to deliver you the life that you think you deserve, understand that progress doesn't follow your timeline and it doesn't have to look like the picture you originally painted. Keep the paintbrush in hand and keep painting. The canvas expands as you expand. Love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.